0: Hello, hello, welcome to Wellness Wednesdays and Rise Up with Orion. Thank you so much for joining us. I am absolutely thrilled to have my cohort, Mandy Hopkins on the call today. She is our East Coast Account Executive. Similar world to what I'm living in, but Mandy actually comes to us with some amazing experience and a true expert in what it is that we're talking about today. So as a quick introduction, Mandy's earned degrees in behavioral health psychology, human growth and development. She is a, she's certified by the NCCDP, which stands for the National Council of Certified Dementia Practitioners, as a, as a certified dementia practitioner and by the Alzheimer's organization as a support group facilitator. She has a history of working in multiple medical care offices, home health care, and rehab. Mandy's held titles including medical assistant, medical office manager, client care manager, social service director and now an orion account executive on the east coast so mandy is coming to us with a lot of love and knowledge about the health and the body she loves sharing all that knowledge that she's got and what she can mandy lives on the east coast in central new hampshire with her husband her daughter and her dog so welcome mandy i hope i did justice of all of your background You did.
1: Thank you so much for having me today, Tara. I'm so happy to be here with you and talk about this big topic encompassing intellectual wellness and brain health. Um, As you said, I have a pretty extensive history in this. Uh, Not that I am an expert by any means. However, I do love talking about the brain and all things brain. So thank you very much for having me.
0: (laughs) and this is really exciting for myself and Orion as well because I feel like a lot of the time intellectual well-being we kind of forget about that aspect of well-being so I'm so excited that we're kind of launching this and talking about it today and I would love to kind of bring in you know some of my do I dare say brain farts or some of those senior moments not that I'm a senior yet but again it's going to happen um, where I just had two of them this week, Mandy, and it's often very frustrating. I'm sure other people feel this as well. Where just yesterday I walked into one of my coworkers' offices, and I got there, and I was like, I have no idea why. I'm here. Um, so just give me a minute, and maybe it'll come to me. And you know, it probably. I left the office, and I came back, and I finally figured it out. Or another example, and I would love to kind of hear how many people are in this boat while I launch the poll, I want you to think about these moments, because there are um, so many examples of this that um, I'm driving somewhere, I'm driving home, I'm trying to figure out you know, what I'm feeding my kids for dinner and am I gonna make it there on time? And I have no idea how I got from point A to B. And how scary is that, right? Um, where I just, I've taken a roundabout way home and I'm there and I'm glad I'm there safely, but again, I'm not even thinking about it. So, Andy, are these I some examples? Where my,
1: I forget where my keys are all the time or I can't find that list that I made of the things at the grocery store that I need then I get there and I think I buy everything but the one item (laughs) that I want. (laughs) for. And I'm sure everybody has those types of moments. It's not just us.
0: (laughs) Yes, no kidding, no kidding. So we've got some great responses on the quick poll to see if other people are running into these things. So thank you everyone for your responses on here. Um, So let me see if I can share this. Mandy, let me know if you can see these poll results can you see them
1: yes i do see them we have other people that are just like us and have these moments multiple times a day a few times a week or even once a day so we've got a pretty good response in there that we are definitely not alone in this um these are just some examples that we've given of brain fog and confusion that we all experience from time to time those occasional senior moments can be frustrating and disruptive to our daily routines. And that's the reason we're here today. We're here to learn about intellectual wellness and ways to improve brain health. Studies have shown that good health habits can actually help to prevent cognitive decline with age. So, some quick facts about memory that I just wanted to throw in here before we got into. Intellectual wellness is, you know, short-term memory only lasts 20 to 30 seconds. Also that sleep is significant to memory. It helps in retrieval and storage of long-term memories. Caffeine only helps to increase alertness. It doesn't maintain memory performances. I'm scribbling that one down. (laughs) Also, our memory has the ability to associate a scent with a particular event. Smell is your only sense that is directly connected to this part of your brain, which is the amygdala, which is the key component to processing emotions, and the hippocampus, which is responsible for your memories. All other sensory input travels first to other parts of your brain for initial processing prior to reaching the memory processing center. Therefore making smell the most powerful in the memory
0: process of all your other senses. Oh my gosh, so that is so crazy. And I I think I often think about that too. If you ever smell, I'm trying to think about what that um, flower is that's in Hawaii where, Anyways, most of you probably know what I'm thinking about, but there is one flower that it just brings me to Hawaii, no matter if it's in a candle, a lotion, it doesn't matter, but oh my goodness, I'm totally with you. And you know, even like the smell of all the herbs and sage and things that go into Thanksgiving stuffing, it'll probably make me salivate just thinking about it, but just that scent of that spice, just kind of break magnolia someone brought it, it up magnolia thank you um but again the spice for thanksgiving they transport you there which is such an amazing thing i love it it is
1: and the last fact that i want to give is just like any other part of your body exercise is also very important to your brain
0: ah bringing the whole wellness continuum back back exactly (laughs) oh my gosh that's it's like i said amazing things that are happening there so mandy how would you define with all of your background in dementia and all of your you know memory background what is intellectual well-being what is this aspect of wellness that we're talking about today
1: so the definition of intellectual wellness is maintaining optimal cognition to process learning solve problems, and make decisions to manage your daily life. It's the ability to be able to be open to new ideas, critical thinking, and learning new skills to create potential for sharing with others, just like we're doing today. Yay! Um, So in referencing that definition, intellectual well-being is keeping your mind open, flexible, informed, engaged. It's Again, just as important as physical health is to your body. It's more than just a concept. Intellectual wellness actually improves the physical structure of our brains. So something that I like to give for an example is, you're not as fast or physically agile as you were in your 20s. And so your mind also needs to be worked out because it does also begin to decline with age. So keeping your mind active and mentally challenged is going to keep those neural collect, sorry, connections sharp and firing at a healthy and rapid pace.
0: Right, and I know one of the words that's really out there in the market is neuroplasticity, you know, so able to adapt and change and continuing to train your brains. I think a lot of the time too, you know, we think as we get older, we can't learn new things. You know I know I've heard you know many people say well I can't learn a new language like I did when I was in elementary school I'm too old for that is it true no that is not true that is one of the
1: myths that is out there about the brain um, you can learn and the more you learn the more you challenge yourself the more you keep on going the more connection your neurons make. And they don't just stay in one firing pattern. You know, there is unlimited potential for your brain to make new pathways. There are more than 100 billion nerve cells in your brain. And each one of those cells has about 10,000 other connections to nerve cells. Um, Those connections are called Mm -hmm. synapses. And what a synapse is, it's the junction between two cells. So think of it as um, like a lightning bolt between cells and that's how our brainwaves and thoughts get transferred from cell to cell to create these connections and make up who we are. You know, I mean, from a memory that, you know, was about our childhood, where we left our keys, where that grocery list went, Um, You know, it plays vital roles in every aspect of our life and continues to make up this experience of our lives. Um, I think of the brain as kind of like a mental filing cabinet. You know, it stores away these little bits of information um, and it's we think of it kind of as, you know, this simple process. But really, you know, it takes numerous parts of the brain and is quite a complex process that goes along with this. And the more you use your brain, again, the stronger those connections, um, the less you use it, the weaker the connections. Um, You know, that's why sometimes people find it hard to remember a name after only being introduced once. Um, You know, but regularly challenging yourself creatively problem solving, um, engaging in meaningful work and other activities is actually beneficial and will reduce cognitive decline, um, keeping you active and mentally stimulated. Another myth is that, um, that I'll just bring up real quick, is that cognitive decline is a normal aging process. Hmm. It's not, you know, yes, there are forgetful moments, but the age related cognitive diseases are not a normal part of the aging process. Um, and so, again, to remember to just stay engaged, you know, take that class, pick up that hobby, do something to socialize. All of those actually keep your brain strong, um, the connections, it keeps it full so that you don't lose the, um, the brain mass. And it actually
0: also helps with
1: stress management and emotional
0: coping. Wow. So Mandy, I'm thinking a lot about the brain as kind of a muscle too. You know, if we're doing bicep curls, or we're doing crunches, you know, we're training and strengthening that muscle. Very similar, it sounds like, to what you're talking about is, you know, working at it. It's a process. It's not something that just all of a sudden you're going to be sharp as a tack. i am glad no one on our call today said that they're sharp as a tack and they never did <laughs> it i would have um, felt really bad yeah. <laughs> for <Yeah>. myself <laughs> strengthen those muscles you know whether it yeah. you know, you well, about and just,
1: and to just it. like our body if we don't exercise we're gonna lose that um you know and that's why i think of it you know like you said yes as a muscle um because you have to work at it keep going otherwise you're gonna lose it um mm-hmm.
0: yeah yeah, Mandy, so just a question, kind of thinking about kind of the creativity part of things. And, you know, I know it may be a slightly off topic topic, but in terms of like creative arts and different types of things there, is that really exercising those creative juices? Is that going to help us? So the hand-eye
1: coordination and getting your mind to think outside the box—it is still challenging your brain. It is still making it work. And actually, um, one of the points you know that I have um, in the presentation for lifestyle choices is yes, do things with dexterity um, because you—you know—manual dexterity because you've got that hand-eye coordination and your challenging yourself. So you've got so many things firing in the brain and that is amazing to work your brain and keep it active and keep it going. Um, you know, how to move these things that, you know, most of us are doing everything, you know, to boost what we already have for intellectual wellness. And we don't even know we're doing it. Um, right. You know, juggling work and family meeting deadlines learning skills or even adapting to the world around us and an ever-changing schedule you know it's frustrating but adaptation is actually really good for your mind um you know again it's just a way to strengthen the brain um by creating these constant different chains of neural connection. Um, you know, and it in fact is ad- adaptation strengthens our mind, um, just like we were working out to strengthen our muscles. Mm-hmm. Um, having that value in lifelong learning and fostering critical thinking, um, you know, having that moral reasoning, expanding world views, um, and engaging in educational pursuits um, are actually just a few of the traits that people who do possess intellectual wellness have, Um, you know, learning those new skills, concepts, attempting to understand them, you doing puzzles, um, it's all strengthening you, and it's actually keeping from stress, depression,
0: um, yeah and i love that word that you used is adaptation i think we don't give ourselves enough credit you know dealing with everything that's been thrown at us over the last 18 months nearly two years um those are all adaptations and the resiliency that comes with that and there is a mental and emotional toll with everything so again hats off to everyone who's here today and listening because we've made it and again and we're getting the benefits um from kind of an intellectual mental standpoint. I love that word. I'm going to remember that. Um,
1: yes, we definitely don't give ourselves enough credit, you know, for everything we've gone through in our lives. But yeah, especially the past year, you know, it doesn't seem like we're winning, but, you know, keeping our mind going and and challenged and, um, you know, again, not giving up, you know, we continue to get up and you know do for our family and go to work. And those are all things that are just expanding our mind and keeping us in that well-being. Um, and right, hats off to everybody. And good job. You have to pat yourself on the back because you're keeping yourself healthy and you don't even know it. Just by getting mm-hmm. up in the morning and you know doing these things and adapting. And you know, even the best laid plans, they go awry. You know, you could have your day planned out from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. But how many times does that day actually go the way you wanted it to? And no. so no. it never exactly, no. so, you know, you're actually strengthening your mind while you're going through that stuff. So, you know, you're, you're building those walls to create
0: a stronger self. Yeah, and Mandy, as I'm thinking about this too, it's never too late um, to start some of these. As I think about hobbies and I think about, you know, unfortunately, we can't stop time. Mandy and I are trying. When we can do that, we'll let you know, but we can't stop time. So we're all aging. Our bodies will slow down, and we know that. We wish there was a magic pill for that too. But again, things like knitting and things like doing puzzles and some of those things, I think these hobbies that are directed toward that intellectual well-being avenue, um, it's never too late to start that, whether you're in your 20s or your 80s. Is, am, absolutely, am I right? Absolutely.
1: You know, um, a sad statistic that I continue to read, um, you know, and this is, you know, because of my background with dementia practitioner and working with the elderly a lot is, you know, some of these cognitive age-related um, diseases are happening younger and younger to us. So mm-hmm. it is never too early or too late to be challenging your mind. Um, You know, I was reading the statistics that there are people being diagnosed in their thirties and forties with Alzheimer's and dementia and these different forms of cognitive impairments. Um, And so trying to keep our minds sharp and, you know, challenge ourselves getting out there, um, you know, and being social are definitely lifestyle choices that we want to choose to support brain health and intellectual wellness. Um, some of the things that I would like to bring up for um, lifestyle choices is, you know, one, stay mentally stimulated. Um, research shows that brainy activities stimulate new connections between nerve cells and may even help brains, brain cells generate new cells. And as you had said, developing neurological plasticity, and it builds up this functional reserve that almost provides like a hedge against brain cell loss in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, mental, mentally stimulating activity, activities should help build up your brain. Again, keeping away from that cognitive decline. So read a book you know, take a course online, um, try word puzzles, brain teasers, even math problems. Um, and many of us can download these apps on our smartphones um, to support enjoyable learning activities. I know I love doing all of the sudden, I love doing word um, words, no, crosswords. That's what those are. I love doing those and you know, before I, I don't know, I didn't really have much of an interest in them, but I love doing crosswords now. Um, So find something that you like to do. Experiment, um, you know, drawing, painting, knitting, baking. Mm -hmm. you know, woodworking, anything that you can think of that might be enjoyable that is going to make you use that critical thinking Problem solving, um, using the hand eye coordination, um, amazing for your brain health. Um, Number two, I would say, would be physical exercise. You know, again, Mm -hmm. research shows that using our muscles also helps our mind. When we exercise, we increase the oxygen rich blood that's getting to our brain. So it actually helps to develop new nerve cells and increases connections between brain cells. Um, This this results in more efficient and adaptive performance while aging. Um, It also lowers blood pressure, cholesterol levels, helps blood sugar balance, and reduces mental stress. So all of this, not only helps your brain, but it helps your heart and the
0: rest of your body, too. Um, you know, yeah, I I'd I'd like to up. about this morning. I was like, I need to get some exercise, you know, just so I was clear for today and I'm more focused and you know, kind of tuned in. Yes, my body's tired, but my mind is more tuned and more focused, so I'm totally exactly. with exercise. Exactly. Um, Just a little while
1: ago at one o'clock, you know, I didn't get a great workout in this morning. I just jumped on my treadmill for, you know, 15 minutes and I thought, wow, I'm going to get like a quick little walk in. Um, So I did some power walking and, you know, had to do a few other things while I was on the treadmill. But, you know, it is, it, you know, gives you those good endorphins so that you're feeling better, you're more focused. And, you know, I actually felt less tired when I was done because I felt good that I did it. Um, so exercise is a great thing for multiple parts of your well-being. Um, and that's what it's really all about is an
0: overall well-being for all of you, including your yeah. brain. Yeah. The piece of the pie. Uh, exactly. exactly. As well, you know, And I'm sure another piece that you're gonna talk about is, is food. There's a lot yeah. of stuff out there that touts to be great for your brain. Tell me yeah. a little bit about You know your food choices yeah so i was just going to
1: talk about that too um you know good nutrition helps your mind and your body Uh, there's mountains of studies supporting whole food plant-based diets for our mental health Um, for example people who eat a mediterranean style diet which is emphasized in like fruits vegetables fish nuts and unsaturated oils um, and plant-based proteins are less likely to develop cognitive impairments and dementia. You know, trying to remember to stay away from those inflammatory foods, sugar spiking, insulin-releasing foods Um, like processed carbohydrates, which are all those foods with added sugars and made with flour. Um, You know, you want to aim for those foods that grow on plants and trees. The more colorful, the more vitamins, minerals, and antioxidants they have, and the healthier they are for you.
0: Definitely, you know, kind of brings back one of the questions that came through today about, you know, a lot of the TV ads and those different things that say that they will boost your memory and boost, you know, your cognitive abilities. And, you know, yes, they may be, um, whether or not they're FDA approved. But I think when it comes right down to it, is those that are, you know, more, you know, from the ground up, you know, plant based vitamins, antioxidants, all of that would really be a direction to turn. So.
1: Absolutely. There is lots and lots of false advertisement out there. You know, definitely beware of things that, you know, say, who can cure these diseases or, you know, can make you smarter and, you know, make you faster, run, jump, you know, run and jump higher and faster like Superman. You know, those, the miracle cures are false advertisements for sure. Um, You know, and like you said, you brought up a great point. A lot of these supplements out there are not FDA approved. Um, I always recommend talk to your healthcare provider before you take any type of supplement. One, you don't know if it's going to counteract another medication that you're on. You know, if you're on a blood pressure medication or a heart medication, the last thing you want to do is start something, you know, that you saw on TV and you haven't seen if there's a contraindication with your primary care provider. Even your pharmacist is a great resource. You know, there's, there's a lot of things out there that are not proven and, um, you know, they're just trying to make money and they actually cause more harm than good in the end. So always, always, always reach out to primary care provider um, before starting something like that.
0: Definitely, yeah, thank you for that advice. Um what else, what other lifestyle choices are you know potentially we making that we might want to put the brakes on and pump them a little bit? Yes,
1: yeah, so avoid tobacco, and this is in all forms. Um you know, tobacco smoke consists of numerous carcinogenic compounds, including nicotine. Um, the constituents of tobacco are known to have toxicities to the brain, cardiovascular system, and pulmonary systems. So again, you know, just bad for the body um, in general, not just your mind, but your whole body, um, as well as alcohol. Um, drinking excessive alcohol has major risk factors that contribute to Alzheimer's and dementia. Um, it can actually destroy nerve cells. Um, and heavy drinking can actually shrink the hippocampus, which mm-hmm. is that part in your brain. That processes your memories. Um, so having a smaller hippocampus means obviously you're not going to retain those long-term memories that you could if you know you just laid off. Um, you know, not to mention that it does interrupt your sleep at night. Um, and you know, sleep is one of the things that um, is also big in you know, in memory. um, You know, again, like I had mentioned before, you know, sleep, um, generally eight hours is a recommendation. However, it differs for everybody. Um, You know, and I know that it's tempting to stay up late, to cram in those last household chores, or, you know, get the dishes done. But honestly, the world's not gonna end because the laundry's still dirty, or there's dishes in your sink. Sleep deprivation causes multiple things, irritability, poor cognition, impaired reflexes, and response time. Um, So it's best to create these short bedtime routines to promote healthy sleep habits and stay away from those smartphones, tablets, laptops. The light interferes and interrupts with our body's natural ability to have sleep. Um, you know, for the onset of sleep. Um, so try to stay away from those for at least 30 minutes because it does actually interfere um with that. And and again, alcohol is one of those things that interferes with sleep. Um, you know, it's common, very, very common for nighttime wake-ups and even early morning awakening. Um, so keep keep sleep at the top of you know, of your list too, um, caring for your emotions, you know, people who are anxious, depressed, sleep deprived, and exhausted tend mm-hmm. to score more poorly on cognitive function tests. And those tests don't necessarily predict an increased risk of cognitive decline, but good mental health, restful sleep, and managing stress are certainly important goals. Um, you know, I know we all have stressors in our lives um, and it varies day to day. Um, but what we need to keep in mind is that, you know, it, we shouldn't let our stressors stress us. Um, you know, it's we got to find ways to calm our mind, um, keeping things like the meditation, yoga, walking, biking, anything that can promote deep breathing and being focused in the time is going to help keep our mental focus and keeping our emotions in check um, and caring for our emotions, um, which keeps us intellectually well. Um, Another thing is protect your head. You know, I know when when I was younger, you know, we didn't wear bike helmets. And I hear so often, oh, well, we're fine. We're fine. We didn't need those. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, in reality, moderate to severe head injuries actually increase the risk of cognitive impairment later on in life. So when you're out there, you know, what do you got to lose? You know, nothing. You know, you're protecting your head, which is actually going to protect your brain in the long run and keep you from having any type of brain injury, even if it's not a diagnosed concussion. Right, right. You know, and build social networks. The benefits that our brain gets from social impacts is huge. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it lowers mental health diseases, promoting intellectual wellness as well as lowers your blood pressure and actually lengthens your life expectancy. So my suggestion is join groups, take classes, volunteer, uh, You know, schedule regular visits and phone calls with your friend and family. Build those strong social connections
0: because it really does give you benefits that help promote brain health. Right. If we haven't learned anything in the last 18 months, I think that's been one that we definitely have learned, you know, that we all, we need that. Even if we think we're introverts, we need something like that.
1: And absolutely. I, you know, I don't think that we've, we've seen that until last year or I know I hadn't, I, I didn't realize how much my social group really meant to me until I couldn't have them anymore. And it, you know, and, and then I think of our kids, you know and how much it impacts them too. I mean they are a resilient bunch. And I, I think of how much how adaptive they've been. And so, you know, I I truly hope that they just continue to keep this adaptable, you know, lifestyle. Um, you know, hopefully not as not to this extent, you know, when we come out of it, but boy, they're they're resilient in in every way, shape, yeah. or form. <laughs> That's for sure
0: no kidding so mandy you brought up um you know phones which you know not that i want to go back down that but there i know there's a ton of resources that are out there and most of them will be on your phone so don't do this right before bed but there's a ton <laughs> of apps that are out there that can help us with our brains and focusing um they're on the handout as well but mandy do you want to highlight just a couple of your favorites that you think maybe people can scribble down if they don't have the handout in front of them to be able to Give it a whirl if they want to try practicing. Yeah, so, um, you know, let
1: me, so Lumosity is a great one. Um, You know, Cognifit, Brain Fitness, um, Sudoku, Crossword Puzzles, um, you know, anything that you can see on your phone that you have to use your coordination with. Um, All of these are training your memory and, you know, giving you new skills. Some of them are making you um, use that critical thinking aspect and, you know, others, um, you can find that actually are more like um, they keep the numbers on your phone. eDedic is one of the ones that, you know, You it's like a life planner. You know, you can put your appointments in there. You can put phone numbers. You can use the calendar. Um, you know, these things really help so that you don't have to remember them. Um, you know, how many times a day do you use the Outlook app? Um, I know I do. <laughs> I love when I get the reminders in 15 minutes, you have, you know, this meeting and it's like, oh yes, thank goodness. Because you know, you might be off doing something else, um, you know, and you get just really carried away. Um, so there are tons and tons of apps. Um, you can try the free ones. Some of them you have to pay for. Um, you know, there's some that are preferred through Apple products, some through Android. They do differ also depending on your carrier. Um, You know, I know over here I use a US Cellular. Um, You know, I know Verizon and some other um, companies are really big and more of a nationwide product, Um, but there's there's tons of apps out there. And, you know, not that we want you to spend any more time on your phone or, you know, connected to um, these electronics, but they are good, Mm -hmm. you know, when you're just sitting there and instead of running on the TV and you want something to do with your mind, to exercise your mind, you know, throw in a crossword puzzle or, you know, find something like that. Do a math problem. Find a brain teaser. Um, I know I was on a call the other day and the way they started their meeting was with these little brain teasers. And I just thought, wow, what a great thing to do um, to just start everybody's creative juices and, you know, get everybody intellectually stimulated you know and and then i feel that meeting just went so
0: amazing um because everybody was into it at that point so yeah i mean maybe we take a page out of that book and we all kind of make (laughs) the goal to do something like that every morning so you know why not give it a try so mandy is there I assume you can never do too much of this, you know, doing it once a day, doing it a couple of times a week. Is there really a equation of perfection with something like this?
1: There isn't, um, you know, it's kind of like self-care. You know, we kind of neglect doing it because it's for us. You know, we have every intention to help and save and, you know, make everybody else in the world better. And when it comes to ourselves, we feel like, you know, we are being selfish or, you know, there's there's not a right equation. Um, you know, do it as much as you can because you're just training your brain to have these better connections, you know? And so do it when you can. Don't stress yourself out about it. This is supposed to be a positive thing um, and it's supposed to help you and have health benefits. So, you know, we don't want to put any type of negative connotation on it we want it to be positive and helpful. Um, So I say do as much of it as we can, as often as we can, you know, listening to a podcast, you know, getting that, you know, um, that new knowledge that somebody has, you know, listening to things like that in the car, or, you know, listening to music, you know, pick up an instrument that you've never done before, you know, Things like that. Again, it's just stimulating your brain and you're creating these new connections that your brain wouldn't have if you didn't do it as much or as little as you can, preferably more.
0: <laughs> yes, well, and I think, you know, one of the aspects too is kind of a, a summary, you know, comment as well, since we're, you know, reaching our time limit here. But again, finding something that you love to do. You know, if some of these things that Manny's talking about today don't suit your fancy, if you're like me and Sudoku seems like the most impossible task, I don't enjoy it, but there's so many other things that you can do, just like finding the right exercise routine that you love and that you'll stick with. I think brain training is probably the same way. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, Manny, thank you so much for your time today. I hope that everyone who is listening today got something out of this. I know I scribbled down some keywords and different things to keep in mind. Um, And we will also post the handout in the show notes for the podcast as well. So feel free to grab onto that for all the great apps and resources that Mandy shared with us. Um, And we hope that you all got something out of this. So thank you so much, Mandy, again. I appreciate your expertise and I'm glad to get to work right beside you. I am so glad. Thank you so much, Tara. And
1: yes, I hope everybody has enjoyed this. Thank you. Have a great day, everybody.
0: (laughs) And enjoy the rest of your week.